Welcome into episode two of Pelicans Road Trip. The Pelicans are in Augusta taking on the Green Jackets, and this episode is going to be the Sam Show. I'm Sam Wiederhaft alongside starting pitcher Sam Thorson as he joins me. Sam, appreciate the time. Um, we're recording this on Wednesday before Wednesday's game, but you know Sunday was postponed last week in Myrtle Beach. The first game against uh, Augusta was postponed on Tuesday. Will we ever see Pelicans baseball being played again? Tonight. You know, I sure hope so that uh, that we'll play tonight. But I'm pretty confident and looking at the radar, seems like uh, we're going to get this one in finally. Just terrible weather all across South Carolina. And I want you to put yourself in Adam Lasky's shoes. I mean, Lasky was supposed to start the Sunday game and then that gets postponed. He was supposed to start last night, the Tuesday game against uh, Augusta. That gets postponed. What does that do for a starter and your routine and your mentality when, you know, you're getting ready for these starts and then the games don't happen? Uh, I mean, personally, it's a little bit of a toll mentally, like you're obviously excited to start. But, uh, you know, the extra days off can help just kind of feel ashamed, to be honest with you, when you got, you know, extended rest. Um, but it's tough. But I mean, I, I know last he's up for it and, you know, he's going to do great tonight. And you had a fantastic start on Saturday in the first game of the doubleheader against Columbia. Your best start of the year, four hitless innings, six strikeouts. And it seems like you've gotten into a little bit of a groove your past couple of starts. No runs over your last eight innings, uh, 13 strikeouts, and just two hits allowed over your past two starts. What do you think has been working for you uh, in your pitch style? I know that you like to rely on your off speed, but what do you think has felt best? Uh, I mean, just working with Morty, uh, he's been great. Uh, Coach Mortensen, he, he's just been somebody that I can go to just to, you know, hey, talk, talk sequences out, talk pitching mechanics, talk about life, just anything I want. And uh, just trusting him to, you know, they, that, you know, trusting my stuff, my best stuff is better than the hitter's best swing. Uh, it's kind of been what I've been relying on mentally and just, hey, try to hit it. What's it been like this year? I know, obviously, it's a very unique year being away from competition for the most of the 2020 season and then now just easing back into your starts. We really haven't seen anybody go too far over five innings in the starts for the Pelicans. At this point, do you do you feel pretty settled in and feeling comfortable comfortable with where your arm's at? Yeah, my arm's feeling great. Um, you know, I wish I, I, I could have gotten a little extended after the my last outing, you know, that. 73 pitches, I think it was, felt about felt about like 40. Um, but, you know, I'm sure that as we go on in the season, we'll get extended more and more just each week. And, um, yeah, that's all we can do. You come to the Pelicans and the Cubs organization after being signed as an undrafted free agent after the draft coming out of college in 2020 in the summer of last year. Take me through what that whole process was like from – the phone calls you were getting from different teams to actually sign in the contract when you did about a year ago this time. Yeah, I mean, so my situation was a little different. Uh, I was a junior, but, I mean, I was kind of dead set on on leaving. Um, knew that I wanted to play professional baseball. Decided, hey, let's get this thing going. I uh, kind of bet on myself, like, hey, I think, uh, you know, I, 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 can, I can play with – uh, you know, professional baseball players right now. And, um, you know, decided that that was the best route for myself. Um, you know, getting calls at, at, at odd times, you know, you're at the field, you're, you're lifting, you're like, oh, you know, unknown number, I got to pick this up. 
psych, it's a toll free, toll free number. You're like, Oh yeah, I don't want to extend my warranty. Um, <laughs> but, uh, just stuff like that. Um, just always being ready. And, you know, the situation with the Cubs was worked out great for me. You know, I, I, when they pitched like, Hey, here's how we're going to get you better. And, um, here, here's what, here's what we want to do with you. Uh, you know, that was super attractive, you know, a few other teams pitched me like that, but it was just, you know, the, the relationships that they built with me prior to the draft and prior to the, you know, the, the signing period, that was something that I, I was like, Hey, you know, this is a great place to be. And, uh, I couldn't be more, more thankful to be with the Chicago Cubs. And you went to Minnesota for college. You mentioned having some, you know, years of eligibility left. Had a solid career there. 34 appearances, 19 starts, 118 strikeouts to 85 walks through 91 innings. And you mentioned you had confidence that you could play at the professional level. But what kind of led you to that confidence uh, of being able to tell yourself, hey, I can I can go pro after about two and a half years? Um, yeah, I mean, from from just how my stuff played, um, you know, I was always a hey, I have I have, you know, professional stuff i have major league stuff uh it's just being able to control it and uh you know the cubs were somebody that i think uh you know hey here's how we're gonna help you control it and um you know that was attractive to me obviously um yeah and you were one of two Golden Gophers to uh, go pro after the 2020 season. Fellow pitcher uh, Max Meyer went third overall to the Miami Marlins. Do you guys still check up on each other? What's that relationship like? I know you guys are at two different teams and two different levels, but uh, what was that relationship in college and how was it kind of translated to professional ball? Yeah, uh, Max and I were roommates uh, for for two years. And, yeah, I keep, I keep up with him. Uh, great guy. Um, you know, wish him the best. Just been, you know, Snapchatting him, FaceTiming him, whatever. Just uh, kind of doing friend things. I don't know. Yeah. And you guys were both from uh, Minnesota originally. And when you think about, you know, baseball hotspots, I don't think Minnesota's on the list. I mean, you think about warm weather states, California, Florida. Um, and you're from, what is it, Minnetonka? Am I saying that right? Yes, correct. Minnetonka. Okay, yeah. So originally from Minnesota. Um did that pose as a challenge, you know, being in that cold weather state? Um, just how how different is it to try and, you know, keep your arm ready for the whole year when, you know, for four or five months you can you can barely stand outside. It's so cold. Yeah. Um, the the indoor facilities that you go to, you know, you're not ever really going to be able to play long toss or, you know, you're throwing you don't have much of a catch partner thrown into a net. Um, but you kind of do what you got to do, like you got to get your work in and whatever way you can, you do. Um, But, you know, Minnesota uh, as a baseball, baseball town, it's, it's, it surprises you. Uh, There's, there's uh, talent there and, um, you know, there's some, some good players that are, are starting to make their names known. Did you grow up as a twins fan? Who'd you cheer for? Joe Maurer and the twins. Yes. I assume that's really the only team you can you can cheer for. I mean, they're, they're the only team in the area. Um, what is the coldest weather you have experienced in Minnesota? I'm an Indiana guy, so it gets pretty cold there, but I don't think it gets anywhere close to what you guys had up farther north. Um, probably like 20 below, 30 below with, with like 30, 40 degree wind chill, whatever. 
you, you say that so casually. I mean, that is, that is brutal. Yeah, I mean, at some point, it's just like, just don't go outside. It all feels the same, you know? Yeah. Man, that's that's tough. But it's impressive that you were able to still, you know, play baseball and make it professionally in a in a cold weather state like Minnesota. And a big change for you was uh, the summer of 2019. You headed out to the Cape Cod Baseball League. We were both there. I I had Matt Mervis on the podcast two weeks ago and he was playing for Katuit. So there's just a whole bunch of Cape Cod Baseball League guys that are at low A right now coming out of that 2019 summer. But uh, you played for the Hyannis Harbor Hawks. Pitched in five games, 28 strikeouts through just a little over 20 innings. Um, what did you enjoy most about the competition on the Cape from your summer there? Uh, the Cape really just taught me, like, I, I kind of didn't know where I was at um, personally. Just like, all right, I, you know, Minnesota, we're facing Big Ten teams. You know, we get our sprinkle of a Pac-12 team, an ACC team. But uh, I really just want to see, like, hey, how does my how, how did my stuff stack up against the best players in the nation? And I thought I, I thought I proved that it did, and and it and it does. Um, but just 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 the talent level and how fun it was to play around just uh, uh, talented players uh, every day and going to the field and just knowing, hey, I, I'm I'm competing with some of the best here. So it was fun. And you, I, like I said before, you were in Hyannis, and that was really one thing that when I was there, I lived in Sandwich, which was very you know, the, the western part of the Cape, right by uh, the two bridges. And there was really nothing there. I mean, you had to cross the bridge to go to a McDonald's like 15 minutes away. There was just nothing. We had to go to Hyannis for like everything. I think that's where the nearest Chipotle was, the nearest Chick-fil-A. Uh, what was your favorite part about being kind of in the uh, in the Cape, Cape League hotspot? Uh, just – how close you were to the ocean, just how close you were to the water. Just, I mean, it wasn't more than a 10 minute, 15 minute drive to, to any water you wanted to go. And I mean, you could kind of just go walk the beach whenever you wanted or, you know, it's 70 and sunny every day there for the most part. So it was nice. Yeah, definitely a change coming from Minnesota. And I know Minnesota is the land of 10,000 lakes. Are you more of a beach guy or a lake guy? Hmm. It's a good question. I, I don't know. The it depends on the scenario. If I'm fishing, I'd love to be on the ocean. Uh, but either way, you know, it's cool with me. Waters. Uh, I love the water. Water is water wherever you go. And you're here in Myrtle Beach now. Um, have you gotten a lot of a lot of time to go out and explore the ocean quite a bit? Uh, not so much the ocean, just like been along the, you know, along the coast. Uh they will walk up and down kind of that Myrtle Beach, like, I don't know what, what the area is, but walk up and down the coast, and that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, it's been, it's been great. Yeah, what are you looking forward to most about playing your baseball in your first year of professional baseball here in Myrtle Beach? I'm sure there's a lot worse areas uh, you could end up with different minor league teams, but what are you looking forward to most as the summer goes on? Uh, just, I mean, not so much like uh, about the area, but more about the team, uh, just being able to develop. I think I'm in good hands with, you know, Buddy Bailey, Morty, Austin, all these guys that are going to help me get to the next level. Um, I just feel like, hey, they're, they're, these guys are, you know, have my best interest in mind and they're going to, you know, provide me the resources and, and the knowledge to, to, uh, to get better. Yeah, and Sam, I'll leave you with this one. Um, and you mentioned it. Take me through the conversations you've had with 
the Cubs organizations with Buddy Bailey, with with Clayton Mortensen, the pitching coach, and where do you want to be in terms of your development as this season rolls on, and where do you see yourself at the end of 2021? Um, so with with Morty, um, just learn how to kind of develop, uh, you know, some of the more flow in my in my delivery, some some, uh, you know, I've been good out of the stretch. But or being been good out of the wind up within the stretch, I kind of I kind of you know do do some different things mechanically. So working with Morty on uh, on fixing that mechanically, learn how to slow myself down, speed myself up to you know kind of find the right tempo uh, out of the stretch. And then where do I see myself? Uh, I, I don't really have control um, over that. So uh, wherever the Cubs want me, um, I'm cool with it. And Clay Mortensen obviously brings in a lot of experience. He pitched at the MLB level, level for multiple years. Uh, what, is, what are some things that he's told you about just the pressure and uh, trying to lay that off right now? Um, he's just been a guy that you can talk to. You know, he's not somebody that talks at you. He's just a guy that's just he, – he's there to help you, and he's going to be your biggest advocate. And that's what I've noticed is just, you know, he's going to go to war for every one of his guys. Um, and that's rare. That, that is rare. Um, you know, having a coach like that. Um, but just having Morty, you know, his wealth and knowledge of, you know, playing in the bigs, um, knowing what it's like to be a minor leaguer, knowing what, you know, kind of the thoughts that we're going through, uh, you know, the ins and outs of daily life as a minor leaguer, you know, he knows that stuff. And, just being able to relate, relate to guys. Uh, he's done a good job. And then just, um, you know, the way that he carries himself on and off the field. Uh, I just think he, he brings an energy and it's a, it's an attractive energy and, you know, it kind of brings you up and you see Morty, like he's playing catch with us, you know, he, he's working out with us. Like that's the type of energy, uh, you know, you, you can play for, right. Yeah, great to get uh, leadership from a guy who's played in the major leagues before at a high level. Uh, Sam Thorson, thanks. Appreciate the time. I was going to ask you, uh, is Thor the nickname? Can we call you that now? Absolutely. Perfect. All right. I, I made a graphic on social media a couple of weeks ago. I put your head on the body of Thor, so I'm going to keep doing that, uh, knowing that that's been, that's been a previous nickname of yours. Go ahead. Yeah. Perfect. Hey, Thorson, appreciate the time, and uh, good luck tonight. We'll see you later on against the Augusta Green Jackets. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you for listening to the Pelicans Road Trip interview series. You can catch new episodes highlighting the birds during every Pelicans Road Trip of the 2021 season. If you can't make it to Pelicans Ballpark for the home games, catch the live stream at MILB.TV or radio at MyrtleBeachPelicans.com. I'm Sam Wiederhaft, and we'll see you on the next road trip.